keep up with Drake Digital on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at drakehallmemphis.com. Drake Digital, playing the best rock and roll ever made. It was a dark and stormy night. It'll be a dark and stormy day. That's all I got. Shot rang out. Yep. I have, I have not been been awakened by thunder that sounded like we were being bombed all night in a long time. And I guess y'all heard it too? Oh, yeah. Plenty I saw more the flashing into my eyelids, and then I heard the thunder, and it went for on for an hour. It's like. hard to hear anything in our bedroom because of the heavy windows and, and the drapes that cover it. But, boy, it's it was rocking all night, so... Hope you're safe. I don't see any big uh, power outages or things like that, but it was uh, a, a pretty rough night in various parts of this area. However, I don't see anything that uh, shows down trees or many power outages and such as that. So, But this isn't done. This afternoon, if you're hearing this now on your way home, it may be pouring down rain. So, uh, Good luck with that. Today, Lawyer Bill is here at 730-ish. Ask Lawyer Bill Day where you get a chance to ask an attorney, how do I handle this mess? And Bill will give you direction and uh, help you out with this. It's free advice from an attorney. As you know, there are attorneys on television constantly wanting your money. I want to get you some money. I want to get it all. Okay. Uh, Bill will give you some common sense direction without all the added hype and bull hockey. So there's that. Uh... I, I just can't resist. We try to run away from the majority of stories about political goings-on in the states around us and in the nation. But when they become so egregiously stupid and misdirected from some of these people who call themselves conservatives, a basic conservative is probably what many of us are at heart. The extreme goings-on, the antics to get the country back to about 1955 continue. Let's play the carnival music, Wes, to go along with these stories. When you watch the news today and you watch the continual shootings at schools, in stores, it's one of the biggest topics in American discussion about what's going on. Then you see this headline. Tennessee bill would lower the gun carry age to 18 based upon what the Constitution of the state says. That is their reason for, somebody brought this up, uh, that they should lower the carry age in Tennessee from 21 to 18. This is a story I would think to be seen on The Onion or a site that dabbles in sarcasm, cynicism, and fake news on purpose. Are you serious? Lowering the age to 18 years old to carry a handgun. I can only presume that you'd be allowed to buy one if you were 18. Yeah. Uh, but this has been proposed, I don't know, by some of these dickheads in Nashville that have no idea what they're doing except trying to change the laws to, I don't know who this benefits, <clears throat> but one comment here is from uh, retired Shelby County uh, Sheriff's Office, er, uh, Benny Cobb. In one word, this is B-A-D. 
Well, that's three letters, but one. <laughs> it's well, it's a bad idea, he says. Uh, House Bill 1735 would lower the legal age carry gun in the states from 21 to 18. Many of my people in my area constituents know that the law says they have seen how these laws over the years have infringed on some of our rights, and they want to see those rights restored. That is how they justify proposing lowering the rate a kid at 18 can carry a gun. What, are, Anybody is see, see anything wrong with that? Or I think it's, it's, it's the dumbest damn thing they've done well this week. How do you justify this, particularly in this day and time? Everybody is stunned speechless. Yeah, I, I was thinking the, you've got the same argument that always comes up about, well, if a kid wants to get a gun, he's going to get a gun anyway. And no sign is going to stop a gun from coming inside a school. So make it legal and easier on them? Yeah. Mm. It, yeah, I, it's, it's, too, it's too young. It, it, are, is every state different? Yes. I wonder what most states. Are most states 21, I guess? Ought to be about 40, but... Probably. <laughs> kind of kind of agree with you. Kind of agree with you and, there. And for many people, they should never be allowed to take one or to get one. Right. 18 years old, you can go out and buy your gun. Then you can go uh, or not go to drag shows and shoot people. The other fun news about um, trying to turn back time to protect our children and everybody else from doing and going to horrible things like drag shows. LGBTQ people are up in arms, as they likely should be, but they are protected as well under the First Amendment speech and expression laws in America. Fourteen states are trying to ban drag shows in public places in 14 states. Likely the majority of them are in the South. Arkansas is trying to do it. Uh, Tennessee has now got it on the table as well. They are doing it as these morons babble on about wanting to protect the children. Let me ask you something. If you ask your 10-year-old, would you rather today go someplace and play video games and eat hot dogs all day or go to a drag show? Exactly. If you don't want to see it, don't effing go. Right. And I don't understand... Well, you know, I understand they, 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 I understand the real reason, but I don't understand the justification reason about it's protecting the children from what? Guys dressing up in dresses? The hint that what they're trying to say is that's inherently a sexual thing to do. And there's nothing put, to do with sex in any of these shows. No, no. None. I, I, at, I mean, it's if theater. It's if it's a burlesque uh, drag show, then yes, right. those are already restricted. If it's just some guy in a dress and made up to look like a woman at a library reading a story, there's nothing inherently sexual about that any more than there was when Milton Berle did it, by the way, in 1955. <laughs> exactly right. And Monty Python did it consistently and constantly. Right. And, with, and it, yeah. it's, it is humor, it is theater, it is drama. However, some of these people that we elect to offices in this state and, 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 and others think it's okay for kids under eight that, uh, that are 18 to carry a gun 
but God forbid we have drag shows anywhere. Um, all they want you to be able to do is to go to church and probably carry a gun to church. That's all that's okay. As they attempt to turn back time and shut out people from, well, being gay. It has um, to be their church, though. Yeah. Uh, well, sure. Uh, <laughs> one of the biggest, most well-known transsexual drag queen people in the earth on the earth is RuPaul, who is hosting a new game show on NBC. How can we let that happen? OMG. <laughs> so guns for 18 years old, or 18-year-old kids, and this story goes on to explain the rights of the First Amendment, which apply to every human being on Earth, not just the ones around here in the backward-ass South. It just... I don't know what it does. I don't know what to, what to even... Why don't you work on something like the infrastructure of your state, the education of your state? Where in the new newest uh, surveys, we, we this, this came out I guess on uh, Tuesday or on, on on Monday, the dumbest least educated states in America, in the bottom ten are Mississippi, Arkansas, and Tennessee, Kentucky. The real worst, the real dumbasses are in West Virginia. So stay there. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. This is this is the this is the part that this is why people people just have given up on the idea of voting. Uh, but the, and and but conversely, this is the reason why these morons end up making laws and governing. They should be, you know, focused on the roads, the highways, the bridges, the education of our children, and things like that. Now they're too busy worried about drag shows. And the idea of giving kids 18 the right to carry a gun. It it makes you feel like you're going insane when you watch this stuff and read these stories. It really is the end times. I'm going to get my, my, my uh, Bible out and begin to read Revelation and see if any of this stuff is in it. <laughs> Was LGBTQ in the Bible in, the, in any part? Yes, but not Or just gays? Work. Yeah. They've added some new... Uh, um, and then let's go on to the to to the, to the uh, funnest. Well, no, they're they're all fun. Play me that little song one more time. <laughs> yeah, here here we go with the okay. uh, song one more time. Carnival Land, America turns carnival. We're all carnies. Any time would be great. Understood. Here we go. Marjorie Taylor Greene. And George Santos, who is a walking piece of slime and feces, co-sponsoring a new bill seeking to ban certain books from schools. Miss Green and Santos, who is gay and dresses up in drag regularly and is in shows, have come up with a brilliant idea of Anything with a sexual reference of any kind, which is, as they say uh, so far, undefined. Mm-hmm. They, because it's hard to put a real name on what this is. The full text has not been prepared yet, and uh, they babble on about uh, federal funds shouldn't be spent on books and publishers that put books with sexual things in them. Because our babies just don't need to know about sex ever, which is why that irresponsibility leads to kids having four kids when they're 15. 
So, and that's all because they're reading about sex in books. No, it's because they're undereducated morons, and they can't help it because their parents are the bigger morons with no no common sense. Um, So these extremely conservative politicians and media figures have turbocharged, it says here, the culture wars by saying that schools have become grooming factories where children are sexualized. This crazy bitch, Miss Green, uh, at one point made a comment, where did her comment go, that, let's see, she described a gay Democratic congressman as a, quote, communist groomer. Mr. Santos is a Republican gay man that dresses in drag and goes to shows. I don't even know what to say anymore about any of it. So guns for 18 years old. Uh, We only want maybe male dancers and female dancers, but we want everybody's nipples covered up, even the guys. And just go to church of your choice and keep playing this game like you're a good Christian person that supports the extreme policy proposals by morons that you voted into office as we go backward in time, over and over again. This is your government at work on state levels, federal levels, and you wonder why the discontent and pissed-offedness of people continues to roll out. It is truly something to watch. Now, these things have to go through the entire process of being approved, passed, and passed around and discussed. Maybe they'll all just go away. Um, I don't know why these white people with all their assumed privilege because they're politicians uh, that they have the right to dictate to you what you can and can't do. The gun idea is remarkably stupid. On the other hand, like you said before, anybody who wants a gun can find one. It's Let's stop kidding ourselves. These shootings are going to continue. At, I mean, weekly. In part because the media perpetuates the the endless nature of shootings by crazy people who then blow their own brains out because they're gutless. But 18-year-old kids, they're, they're, they're all mature and stable. Give them a gun. Not a problem. Insanity. And the number for bail is 878-9420 for texts. Um, so I don't know what to tell you about any of this. What is the, now, on that note, let's transfer to the story that Wes has about recalling politicians. What's this about? This is about a, ch- a proposed change in Tennessee law to make it, I guess, a little bit easier to recall elected officials. This was something introduced by time. Representative Mark White, whose District 83 covers parts of Shelby County. And he introduced the uh, House bill that says basically if a county legislative body or county commission passes a resolution of no confidence in a county officer, then you can Wanda have a peti- then you can Halbert. have a petition signed by only one percent of the registered voters to get things moving to have that official recalled instead of Wanda Halbert. Cur- it currently is fifteen. Yeah, it, it's pretty obvious that it is targeting uh, Wanda Halbert and uh, mm. her position. Bless her heart. So. 
that's that's the gist of the legislation that's been introduced and he's and has made it through uh, one subcommittee it's got another committee to go through and if they okay it then it'll be up for a general vote on the house floor i guess the only hope we have to slow down some of this insanity is that process that it goes through various levels before it becomes law right um and so in some cases they should push this stuff through and give us the right to say uh sorry we didn't mean to elect you uh, so you're <laughs> out sorry we did yeah, one more yeah. reason why people can vote these people out if they choose to vote uh, but in these areas in these states around us nobody votes and that's why you have bullshit like this that never ever stops because it's always a handful of them that want to save the world and make it safe for our children. Okay. Well, uh, we we all want it, the world safe for our children, but we'd also of we also a lot of us would like for us uh, our kids to grow up educated and knowing things exactly. and having different perspectives about how to look at life so they're better equipped to deal with it. And it turns out that every adult homosexual in this country grew up in a United States culture that was heteronormative. So they didn't have a lot of books about, that featured gay characters or TV shows with gay characters, and yet somehow yeah. they grew up gay anyway. And it doesn't work the other way around either. Someone who's born in uh, cis straight is not going to grow up and read books on, about, with gay people in them and turn gay. But they think I don't know. That. I got close one time. But I blame Barney the, the uh, dinosaur who's back in action. It was oh, all on Barney. He? Okay. Remember that big mess that that uh, that uh, that uh, Barney was a a gay purple. I don't remember. It's that. a guy in a suit. Yep. Like a Look mascot. At clowns at birthday parties. <laughs> there are lots of regular costumes and suits, and they're fine. <laughs> clowns being the operative word. This one is for Lawyer Bill, too. We'll um, ask him about this. Cashless bail program beginning in Shelby County. Uh, this is one that we'll have to get observations from an, an attorney on. Uh, this is about uh, the bail that is being assigned to somebody once they are brought in and uh, they're arrested. The discussion evolves around the idea of applying bail based upon someone's financial situation. Uh, at last check, there were 2,300 inmates at 201 Poplar. Many of them, uh, says Steve Mulroy, the DA, shouldn't be there, and they're only because they can't afford the cash bail. So this really isn't about the value or what you're worth uh, he's trying to get some people that don't need to be in jail out of jail, deal with them in court, but why leave them in this crowded condition in a place that can't fit all these people? And there are various cases um, um, that are mentioned in, in this story. So it's worthy of bringing it up to Lawyer Bill, which we will, 8789420 for that. So I'm um, not trying to be a, a bummer here, but, you know, you've got to look at these things and step back and evaluate how you're spending your life and how you're how, how you're voting for people that are patently insane and intent upon redirecting how this country is run based upon their ideals 
and their beliefs, that isn't what they're there for, right? I mean, we didn't elect them on these things, which is why this story is also an interesting one. A new study shows striking, in quotes, number of people who believe that the news is usually a lie, misinformation. Half of this population of our country, in a new survey, from the AP. Now, the AP News Service is one of the oldest and most respected in America. They believe that national news organizations like Fox, who intentionally mislead and lie, it's a proven fact, um, there's a certain part of their day, there was a uh, some kind of a, of a ratings issue about MSNBC and CNN and Fox and whomever else is involved in that game. And the daytime programming on Fox was uh, excused from being in that group because they, they, they have said and they cop to the fact that they're not really news. It's more entertainment. And so this, this, this poll from AP and by Gallup uh, goes beyond others that have shown a low level of trust in the media to the point where many folks believe that there is an intent to deceive. Rupert Murdoch began Fox News with that exact intent. And it continues to this day, and um, people buy into it. MSNBC can lean left to the point of being a little bit unnerving as well. Uh, but the majority of Americans, 51%, uh, don't think that the news that they hear on TV is legitimate and has their best interests at heart. That would be online as well. And it's all driven, I think, at the foundation by social media. Because they read it and they believe it if they're stupid. Uh, and that would be also the majority of people in various parts of the country. And the folks at Gallup were shocked at the uh, responses to this, but there you go. That's why people that I know uh, in throngs don't watch the news for any reason, ever, never. Why should they? Is it fake? Is it not? What's real? It's hard to determine that. And there are how many news sites in the world? Hundreds. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. And then there are the biggies. The ABCs, NBC, and CBS, and Fox, and all the, all the ones that pop off of that online. There's Drudge. There's uh, all these things. And I, 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 I hit the uh, Drudge site every day several times. Because they have titillating headlines that I buy into just to see what is going on. So mm -hmm. there you go. 18-year-olds uh, carrying guns. No LGBTQ shows because they're going to damage our children. Uh, and Marjorie, what's her nuts, and this other moron who is going to end up being excised out of the entire operation because of the list of things that he has done. And I meant to mention that because it is it is laugh out loud, high hysterical. This old boy, uh, George Santos, uh, who is gay, has come under fire over his seemingly endless lies about his education, his work history, his ancestry, being a Broadway producer, and allegedly stealing puppies from Amish farmers, writing bad checks 
among many other lies he has told. Most of that stuff doesn't bother me. But to steal puppies, he ought to be shot by a firing squad. Not that I'm advocating no. for that. Right. Oh, fuck these people, man. It's, it's, it's crazy. Okay, enough of that. Let's just carry on. Lawyer Bill's coming up in a minute. Eight seven eight nine four two zero. We have we have other things that are that are, that are fun, and we'll get to that too uh, as we carry on. And some uh, new tunes to play and various other issues we'll get to as the morning progresses. The passing of a Hollywood icon, a beautiful lady who uh, came onto the scene before there was the Farrah Fawcett poster in adolescent boys' rooms. This lady was on a poster in their rooms, and the poster played a big part in the Shawshank Redemption. We'll get to all of these things as we progress right now. The Rolling Stones, Cowbell, please. This is Drake Digital. This is Drake Digital with Drake West and Sid in the morning. Keep up with the shows and podcasts at drakehallmemphis.com. Lawyer Bill is our friend Bill Jones of the Jones Law Firm. Yeah, we're waiting on his next podcast. He's been slacking, and uh, but he'll have one every week for us on this Drake Digital platform. That'll be he's lining up various people, judges and attorneys, and drag queens and whoever else he can find to pull into his office if he allows them in it. Um, good morning, Bill. Good morning. Uh, I I assume you heard the first uh, part of the program where we ran down. Some of the issues at play in the Tennessee legislature and elsewhere. So we can get a legal take and an observation from somebody who knows more about how these things proceed through the process in state government. Um, this idea, and we'll get to all your, your, your stuff too, Eight seven eight nine four two zero is where you get your questions in for a lawyer bill. Um, the, one thing is, is to have a proposal. The other is to have it run through uh, the protocols of committees and various things like that. Anybody can bring up this idea and suggest it, and the media can take it and inflame the entire situation and make it uh, just an eye-popping uh, piece of news. How far do you think the concept of giving kids 18 the right to carry a gun will go? So, all right, so you argue it from both sides. I mean... I as attorneys, what we're supposed to do is see it, see the arguments from both sides. So, on the one hand, I've I've got a 15 year old. Um, uh, the the idea uh, he can't keep his room clean right now. I don't really think he needs a a, a gun. That uh -huh. um, so so there's that side of it. The other side of the argument you have, and I think y'all covered it earlier. It's that you know if you're in the military, we we put rifles and guns in their hands. But truthfully, what we what we found as a nation, um, even back in in the 90s when I was there, is they changed the drinking age everywhere, even Louisiana up to 21. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons they did that is because they said these 18-year-old kids, they, they just are not ready for that responsibility. The numbers of wrecks were disproportionate to their age group. And they basically said they, they just don't have the coping mechanisms yet. I mean, from a biological standpoint, the human brain quits developing around 25 exactly as, so so you're giving you're giving kids uh 
kids' weapons. So, I, look, I'm a, I'm a big Second Amendment proponent. Uh, I have a small arsenal uh, here at the compound. But at the same time, I, I'm, I don't think that's going to pass. I think with what you've got nationwide, the stance on guns, school shootings, and everything like that, I think this is going to come under great scrutiny. I think it's a flash in the pan. I don't see it going anywhere. Yeah. Just the idea that somebody would even bring it up, though, um, appears to me to be some kind of pandering to the NRA or something is being, there's some cash being put in their pocket. I saw a piece this week about how many members the NRA has lost over 100,000 uh, the past couple of years because of their uh, refusal to recognize the problems that we have with guns in this country. Now, will this ever change guns available in every street corner? No, never. But the idea to make it a law that somebody 18 years old can... Now, I don't buy the argument about the military. Well, if let you're me, in let me the Army, you. Navy, you are... That is a, a particular sidebar, if you will. Um, that's part of the process. They're, they're here to protect us and fight in wars, and they have guns, and they're trained how to use the guns. It's a totally different thing. I would also put under that a subcategory of kids who are raised in various parts of America as outdoorsmen, and they hunt, and they use guns for that. They are likely well-trained in that by their fathers and by their grandfathers. So you can't assume everybody that's 18 is stupid when it comes to owning a gun. But this blanket proposal is a nightmare, and it is abject stupidity at its best. Well, a couple of things. So first off, you can own a rifle. Um, you, you can have a rifle. You can you can go out and you can hunt with it. I had one when I was 16. Uh, Many I mean, kids I, do, yeah. It, it's, so you can have that. What this is talking about is handguns. Right. Uh, this is talking about handguns, which right now there is a requirement that you can have a rifle at a younger age, but yep, it's I a did. handgun at 21. I mean, I... I was, I'm from an era where I used to have a hunting rifle in the back of my truck that I would park in the school parking lot. So when I left, I could go deer hunting. I mean, it, did you have those, um, it was a different time metal balls on the back of your truck that I, would hang I, off I, your, I, I did not. Those did, know. those were, uh, those were not around, uh, during my time. The, the other thing I'll tell you is, uh, a lot of folks, the NRA membership is down for a lot of reasons. I, I, I've jumped off that train. I was a huge uh, supporter of them back in the day. I would go to their fundraisers. Yeah. And and then around 2016, there was a guy named, uh, oh, what was it, Flando Castile in Minnesota who got shot while reach, shot by an officer while reaching for his concealed carry permit. Mm-hmm. Um, and the NRA was quiet because he was a black fellow. And um, it, it that ended my relationship with the NRA that day when they wouldn't defend a gun owner who was shot while reaching for his his permit so well, look the, the gun debate's raging it's been raging it's, it's gonna been keep raging. raging it'll keep raging and it's not going to ever change anything ever I, I i agree i was um 12 when my dad took uh, we went out with a with a rifle that he had from my grandfather passed on to him which will be passed on to me a little bitty 22 rifle that he taught me out in the woods someplace uh, to, 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 you know, shoot. And we would squirrel hunt and things like that. That is not uncommon. Um, 
in many places. But the idea of some kid who's watched way too much TV and video games and gets him a Glock and holds it sideways to shoot, that was my first thought. Yeah, let's yeah. give these dumb bastards an, a, a, a Glock and turn them loose in the streets. It's more complex than that. But still, just the idea of proposing it reeks of political persuasion and corruption, I think, at its highest level. And like you say, I think it'll go nowhere. Um, and on the topic of rights that people have, the LGBTQ thing, off the air, uh, Sid just said, and I added one to it, this is Doubtfire and Tootsie. Those movies, I guess, should not be banned from anyone from ever being able to watch them again because they're about men dressing as women. We can't have all that now, can we? Where do you stand on that as an attorney, not as a human being? So, uh, as an attorney, I mean, there's, there, you're you're free. It's the United States of America. You have certain freedoms that you've you've got. Um, uh, are you talking about the 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 book issue? No, no. The the banning of drag shows as entertainment, like burlesque, back in the vaudeville days, and 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 you know coming. It's the banning of show. It's in 14 states. The proposal to ban these shows from being done anywhere in public. In public, does that include inside a building? Because they don't want our little babies wandering into a drag show. What the hell's wrong with you? A 10-year-old kid or your son has no interest in seeing men wearing dresses and dancing around. There's no sexual thing about it at all. It's theater. Yeah, I mean, I... Whether or not they they can, I don't know that you'll ever ban that. Um, I mean, it's look. This is a, a it's a parenting issue at that point. Just don't don't take your kids there if you don't want to take your kids there. Exactly I mean, right. I, and I, so why the politicians always jump over the they they they, they cast all that aside uh, in favor of doing what they think should happen. They're well, trying to pass pass this judgment uh, into government and into a law it's none of your gosh damn business well look so my my kid's 15 um i i one of my favorite movies is pulp fiction i love reservoir dogs django yep. all that stuff he's he's never seen any of that and i and i wouldn't let him see any of that at Good this nature. age yeah. but that's my choice as a parent mm -hmm. um I, it doesn't need to be i don't know that it needs to be legislated um, on that, on that level, um, there are other things see, to worry about. I, I don't see that getting through. I don't see. Look, where the where the Christian right uh, has gotten out of line, I, I think is is making one sin worse than the other. What 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 a, a true Christian is going to do is look at. They're going to know that they themselves are horribly sinful, um, and and they're going to just try and and curtail that instead of throwing what they want done down your throat. It, it's just how it goes. Um, it gets worse though all the time with books and with schools. And uh, I, I think that you're right uh, that these things are done to cause headlines, which they do. Um, but likely at the end of the day, at the end of the process, they get cast aside because more, you know, common sense thinking people, this is not, a big concern of ours to, to uh, impose upon people that live in our states or it's it's not your business do something 
of some worth. Help out with education. Help out with infrastructures and things like that. And stop worrying about controlling the morally and ethical things that are in our lives. If you can't teach your kids how to act and how to do right, well, that's on you. And the kids, they emulate what they see from beginning to end. That's why there it is an astounding uh, number. 3,000 fights in Shelby County Schools going back, what, a year? Where they use mace, pepper spray to break up fights in hallways. Hmm. And the 14-year-old girl that killed herself after being beaten to a pulp repeatedly in a school. Yeah. Let's find the important things to work on that help this country and the populace. And not well, and, stop worrying about. If you ask we, William, if you had a choice today, let's go someplace to an arcade if they even are even still there and play video games, or I'll take you to 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 a uh, drag show. What would he say? You mean drag like in car racing? No, he 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 would uh, he would definitely pick the arcade, and he would yeah. probably uh, make some inappropriate jokes about the drag show that I would laugh at. I mean, that's Indeed. just that's just. If I'm realistic with you, that's probably what's going to happen. I don't know. Uh, I think this, look, the, any, anybody has the right to do whatever they want, but I have the right legal. to I have the right to laugh at you and say that I think you're an idiot. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I mean, Rihanna had Rihanna had the right to dress in red, and 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 it was it was the best show that I've ever seen by a pregnant lady uh, in red overalls at the Super Bowl. I mean, you can. She can do whatever she wants. I, I can like it or I can not. It's not a big deal. You can turn it off. There's an off yeah. button on your thing. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and no one is going to force you to go watch a drag show. That, so. that is correct. All right. Now that we've covered all all all, all of that stuff, um, did we just solve all the world's problems? Are we? Good? I think so. <laughs> I think that the things that enrage me are just based in just stupidity and selfishness and lack of any kind of a worldview. And once you get the title, you know, congressman or senator, you seem to uh, feel like that you have the right to control everyone's lives and or change what you don't like personally about gay people or black people or whatever. And that's where the problem lies. And like you say, these things likely won't make it through any of these processes and will go away until somebody else brings up something stupid. And they have a gift for that that is prize winning. It's unbelievable. 878-9420 is uh, the pretty text for Lawyer Bill. I want to ask you about the new bail reform program and get an update on Tyree Nichols' case. I saw a thing this morning. Uh, they, um, they've done some suspensions in Shelby County and some other things on various officers. We'll get to that and to your texts for Bill 8789420 after we play this great old tune by Donovan. This is Drake Digital. Drake Digital with Drake Wes and Sid in the morning. Hear all the shows at drakehallmemphis.com. All right, last year uh, our friend lawyer Bill is here, Bill Jones the Jones Law Firm, soon to be in a new location. Uh, he can announce that when he wishes to. Uh, a story today from uh, Channel 5 regarding 
The 201 Poplar situation, Steve Mulroy, the county DA, Shelby County Sheriff's Office. The yearly number of people that are, are booked in to the jailhouse are, is 56,000. At last check, there were 2,300 inmates at 201 Poplar. I don't know what the breakdown is of what crime they committed. The majority of them, it seems, would be uh, maybe DUIs or some smaller uh, things like that. So there will be. So they think that they should uh, assign the bail based upon a number of different things. One was brought up uh, based upon their financial situation, because there are there are folks that stay in jail that likely are innocent, but they haven't got the money to 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 uh, pay the bail. Explain how all of this works. Is it a a, a proposal to change this, or is it a done deal? So, um, it's it's a done deal. Um, I was down there the other room the other day. Uh, they are redoing some courtrooms. Uh, there's one courtroom on the second floor. It used to be Division 25, and uh, I had a hearing over there the other day. And all you could hear was drills and saws and everything. They're they're trying to get that courtroom ready. I think I think oh, that, they weren't sawing up people. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. No, no, no. I, I I think that the the bell the new bell courtroom. It's going to be one courtroom for it. Um, is going to open up February seventeenth. I think they said. Um, so, That's so what? How how that works is, bail is set in place to where all right, I'm arrested for something. It's going to take me a month, a year, a while to have a trial, and I don't feel like sitting in jail until I have a trial because under our Constitution, I am innocent until I am proven by, by you know my peers that I'm guilty. So I shouldn't have to sit in jail. What has happened is we, the lower-income individuals are generally the ones who... who are getting flagged, are getting pulled over, are getting arrested, and they can't afford bail. They can't afford bond. Um, truly, unless you are a flight risk, so in, in, if you can show that you have serious ties to the community, um, that that this is your first first offense, that you're more than likely to show up for your court date, then your your bail or your bond should be low. Um, if, if we think that you've got millions of dollars and you could pick up and, and run away and disappear like a thief in the night, it's going to be high. Well, what this new system does is it's basically like a point system where we look at this person's income. We look at, uh, at the other factors that I mentioned as well, but there's some formula and system that's going to come up with a dollar amount. Like now why should, okay, let's, let's back up. Um, so somebody who is wealthy and well-off and perhaps well-known in town, if they get popped for a, a, a DUI, and it is obvious that they have some money and they made a mistake, um, do they get some kind of uh, a, a higher bond on a misdemeanor charge or on a drunk charge or on whatever the case may be? And you said that they, um, the, the people that are stopped uh, are often poor. Are they poor or are they black or Hispanic? But, no, it's 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 all three. Uh, it's I think it's you know we've got a large black population, we've got a large Hispanic population, um, but I see as many 
Look, when I'm standing there at bell hearings, I'm seeing as many broke redneck uh, yeah. folks as I as I am as I am black or Hispanic. Um, I, I, you know, I, I really think it's it's a class problem. It's a mm-hmm. um, yep. But but the point An is, it, or a or a problem based upon how they look, or I, or they well, just look, pose. A, a little bit of both. I mean, you you think about it. If I'm if I'm working three shifts and I've got a junker car, there's pretty good chance that something on my junker car is broke or not functioning that would merit the police pulling you over. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's you know those precursory stops that we talked about on our on our last podcast, uh, where you where you get pulled over for for A, but they find B, C, and D. Mm-hmm. Um, th- that's an issue, but the point is there's no such thing as a debtor's prison anymore. You can't just arrest somebody, put them in jail and let them sit there until they have their trial because the system works slow. It is notoriously slow. And, and these people are innocent until they're proven guilty under our system. So um, how would this apply to Otis the drunk on Andy Griffith's show? Cause he was put in jail <laughs> and left there. Uh, so is he being judged improperly? Or did he do it so many times he just was popped in there to get sober and then go home? He yeah, never got well, charged, never paid any fines, nothing like that. He didn't, but he also had access to the keys to the jail where he could well, let himself true. in and out. But but on somebody like on somebody like Otis the drunk, I mean, uh, they would I would look at him as a judge, uh, and and probably make his bail make his bail a little higher uh, because it keeps keeps coming um but the point is look this is your first this is your second offense we know you're we know that you're not going to run away um we want you coming back for your court date go out try and be a good citizen and we'll see doesn't seem like anybody would be a flight risk on a dui charge or a pot charge why would they flee it's not that big of a deal. You pay your fine, you do your time next. Well, if it's a it, murder, it's something else. It may be more than fleeing. It may be that they've got two or three charges. So if you've got if if we've released you, you're already on bail, and something else happens, um, yeah, we're probably going to keep you in the pokey that time. But remember, two hundred one is not. It, it is. It's not a permanent location. Right. It's where we hold folks until they are tried and can go have a trial. So the the idea is, let's get as many people out as we can until they till they have a trial. Now, it's it, it has its opponents and its proponents. Obviously, the the folks against it are are saying, well, if we if we clear out the jail of the folks that are supposed to be in there, um, just because they we want them out with bond, we're going to flood the streets with the with the people we don't want running around our city. But the other side of that argument, and I, I know I've said it three times, they are innocent until they are proven guilty. And I know that our common sense sometimes, even on, like on the Nichols case, our common sense can look at that and say, man, these guys aren't innocent. Well, under our laws, they are. Under our laws right now, they are. All right. Um, eight seven eight nine four two zero. texts are coming up. I kept this story to ask you about, too. Uh, I have seen nothing about this on ESPN or any major news outlet. The Brett Favre uh, story with Governor Phil Bryant goes back a number of years. 
and this began last year, the fact that Bryant had 91 million bucks that was to be doled out to unfortunate, poor, whatever, welfare people. And of course, um, the extreme right bunch doesn't believe that anybody uh, in that situation should get anything F them. So Bryant used the money for a number of other things. Uh, the FBI got involved with him, and nothing has ever been said about it ever again. Brett Favre was accused, and he, it was proven through texts and emails that he took a bunch of money and asked for it. Uh, he asked Bryant for the dough to build some a soccer complex for his daughter or some bullshit like that. So uh, last week, Favre filed lawsuits in Mississippi um, accusing the state auditor and two national sportscasters of defaming him in public. He was defamed in public by anybody in the media. Uh, discussions about the misspending of welfare money that was uh, supposed to be applied elsewhere. Lawsuit against auditor Shad White says he carried out an outrageous media campaign of malicious and false accusations against Brett Favre, the Hall of Fame quarterback, which does not give him license to take money that isn't earmarked for him. He's also sued, um, uh, sued uh, Shannon Sharp from, uh, I guess he's worked for uh, CBS uh, for false statements about him and blah, blah, blah. Does any of this hold any water whatsoever? And why has Phil Bryant not been brought up by the FBI since he obviously dispensed, dispersed this money with improper intent? How do you see this in the overall? Yeah, so, I mean, look, the, the government has their own timetable of when they choose to prosecute things. Uh, the Department of Justice, when are they going to go after somebody like that? I, I don't know. Uh, what I can tell you is Mr. Favre, when he chooses to go after these individuals, just like we were just saying, he is presumed innocent until proven guilty as well. So his Wouldn't the text exchanges and the emails prove oh, him guilty right away? No. I, I mean, what I'm saying is not in our, not in the public eye. So the, the public eye can, can say somebody's guilty or innocent. I'm talking about in a court of law. And in a court of law, what he's saying is, hey, I haven't been proven guilty yet. Uh, and I'm, I assume that his lawsuits against the auditors and individuals for defamation means mm -hmm. he's going to try and show that whatever they have said is not true. Now, if he, mm -hmm. can, if he can prove his innocence and if he can show that uh, these people defamed him, he could potentially get some money from the state. Um, but... Whether or not he, he whether or not he does that, you know, if he's if he's found guilty, then his lawsuits against the auditor and everybody those are going to go away right quick. Okay, that would be my guess, but what do I know? All right, that 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 was worthy of of discussion. Uh, eight seven eight nine four two zero. We have texts for Bill from you, which we'll get to in just a moment. Did you have, pull up those two songs we discussed, Wesley? Oh. Uh... I can get them right now. I didn't know you wanted them. The that. Killers, followed by a song by the same name from somebody else. Got it. Just to have some music fun for a change. All right. The Killers. Go. First, this is a song when we were young. This is Drake Digital. Listen to the Drake Digital shows and podcasts. Available all the time at drakecallmemphis.com. Drake Digital, playing the best rock and roll ever made.
Lawyer Bill is here. We were talking off the air about something that is not about the law and legalities, and your texts are coming up next, but the passing of Raquel Welch. Uh, Bill made a really good point, which uh, if you're old enough to uh, remember her in her youth, uh, she was one of the first people I also brought up, uh, and Margaret, uh, who who uh, were beautiful without the Botox and the cheek implants and all that nonsense. And... Um, uh, they were the precursors to, I guess there have always been the beauties of the day in every you know generation, women and men, uh, that didn't resort to anything. Likely, she had some work done, but uh, at 82, I haven't seen her in anything for a long time, uh, but um, 82 years old, and she passed. She was in 30 different movies, a number of TV shows. Was it, was it Friends that she was on, Bill, that y'all watched last night? No, Seinfeld. Uh, Seinfeld, she, okay. She uh, she would not move her arms and beat up Elaine. It was a it's a good episode. <laughs> she uh, was also a controversial figure, or figure, in a movie with a black man, Jim Brown, the football legend, and they had a kiss in that movie, which caused quite the uproar. How could she possibly kiss a black man? Ah, uh, the good old days of stupidity. Uh, so that. The one memory I have of her, because um, she was a, she was a decent actress, I guess, but she was known more for her beauty and 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 her looks. She was on with Larry King, one night many years ago, and uh, Larry King was asking her a question about where she was from, and the places that she liked and visited, and she may have, uh, I don't know where, um, uh, she in fact was born. Um, in the Midwest and raised in California. But he asked her uh, where she about her, about, her, about her favorite spots and she said because she was born there she had a fondness for the great state of Chicago. Hello? That isn't a state. It's a city in Illinois. Uh, so Larry had to kind of uh, chuckle and point that out to her that that wasn't a state. And she went, oh, okay, sure. Anyway, uh, rest in peace, Miss Welch. You made many a young boy uh, <laughs> learn about how what being pretty means. Then we had Farrah Fawcett. Then we had that bunch and all those posters. And Sid had a poster of Farrah Fawcett too. I guess because of the, the hair. Red, I Every the girl red wanted that hair, right? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, that was. I had the red swimsuit poster. Uh, on my wall, but that was before I had wings, probably. But I just loved Charlie's Angels, and Fair Fawcett was my favorite. I, and I had, I had uh, what's her name, Kathy Ireland, in the yellow bikini. It was a timeless artifact that should be treasured and honored. <laughs> it's and, rolled up in your attic somewhere now. Yeah, it's all stuck together. Uh, there was, um, uh, she was also made legend by the film Shawshank Redemption. Because that poster of her in that fur bikini Fuzzy was bridges. what hid the hole that Andy oh, yeah. was digging to get out of there. The, the and the warden, warden called her Fuzzy Britches. Yeah. The warden called her Fuzzy... Let's, what say ye there, Fuzzy Britches? Yep. Uh, yeah. Yep. Then he blew his brains out later, which was awesome. Yeah. Uh, eight seven eight nine four two zero. text for Bill. Go, Sid. All right. Uh, uh, continuing the cashless bail thing, Bob says... 
There's there are already too many people out on bail who commit murder and armed robberies. If those awaiting trial should not be in jail, why didn't the judge release them on their own recognizance? Cashless bail sounds like a blanket policy putting too many dangerous criminals back on the streets. I I don't know that. Look, politically, I don't know that I disagree with you. Legally, I'm I, I, I already covered like a broke this. Record. Really. Yeah. They're innocent. We've they already are covered innocent. this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Next. Uh, this one says um, the other day we were talking about TV shows uh, and uh, the crime shows that we all sort of are drawn into. Uh, he, this one says, ask all your bill about victims, families, suing writers and producers for giving the plans to criminals to commit violence. Getting people in their wallets seems to be the only way to make them quit doing wrong. Um, mm. uh, yeah. think, and, and, and he wonders about, uh, freedom of info requiring telling value of what's stolen or can police omit whether anything was stolen. My purpose is omit motive for more robberies. Well, let's, let's expand upon that for a moment. Um, there are lots of TV shows and movies about crime and criminals and things like that. And uh, just think about how many things you can learn about doing crimes from watching certain movies and TV shows. You can't limit it to one one kind of crime. Um, no. You know, like things like being being a, a terrorist and. I mean, you can learn all kind of things by watching movies and TV on how to do bad stuff and get away with it. But that's TV and movies. But it's an interesting question. But if you tried to stop everybody and sue them all for uh, idea suggestion, you'd be uh, it would never end. Yeah. No, I mean, you, you can't sue somebody for creating a work of fiction that is then copied in real life. I, it's, that's but it's probably gonna... fiction based upon truth. And facts. Yeah, I think he was asked. I think the way he asked the question was the opposite. I think what his question was was some Hollywood writer draws up a script that shows a way to get away with murder, and somebody implements that in real life. Right. Yeah. Do, do the victims' families can they um, can they sue the writers for giving that idea? No. It's like suing Ozzy Osbourne for the song "Suicide Solution," which some parents did because their kid killed themselves after hearing Ozzy's song. That's uh, yeah. that's the same thing. And and the sidebar to it is also, can the police just not tell so much to the reporters that they're, you know, putting it out there? Yeah, but then but then you've got people screaming, hey, they're trying to keep us in the dark. It's a cover-up. I mean, yeah. look, there's such a fine line. I mean, we... Our freedoms... Well, I, I could go on a long a long roast about that but um it, it, no the short answer is no you're not going to be able to sue somebody and cops are always going to give the details that they're allowed to have because we want transparency i mean we the whole reason memphis avoided rioting and looting it was because our our mpd was so transparent and so yep. quick on the gun with this mm -hmm. yep. you get cops start being so tight-lipped um then, then, then the masses get upset. So no. Good point. All right. What else we got? All right. Mike says, can you please explain the difference between a revocable trust versus an irrevocable trust and the advantages or protections for a family under each of them? Um, so the thumbnail, I mean, I can't go into, into all that detail, but what I can tell you is that a 
A revocable trust is just what it sounds like. It's something where you can change it uh, down the line. You can revoke it and, and end the trust. A irrevocable trust means once you've set it up, it's set up. It's not going away. A lot of people will, will try and set up. Uh, at the end of your life, if you have to go into a, a facility, um, well, and, and it's paid for by your Social Security, well, Social Security is going to want your assets first, so they'll come back and, and, mm -hmm. and take some of your assets. Well, folks try and avoid that by putting things into trust, and that only works if you're putting it into an irrevocable trust, and, and it can't be that the only reason you're putting it in there is to avoid Social Security. There's some good, tax benefits. Good point, yeah. But, but trusts are expensive, so unless you've got – Unless you've got a good amount of income, uh, I generally am not a big proponent of trust in, unless you're over that half a million, million dollar mark. Let me ask you this, which is kind of a, 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 a tangent, but it nonetheless is something I had, was not aware of until my realtor friend uh, told me, because uh, I, I got uh, a thing in the mail, which was a mistake. It was sent out to residents of the, this county. Uh, of DeSoto by the county court clerk and it the implication was that um, the amount of money in my escrow was not enough so the mortgage went up about 50 bucks to make up for that money so I get that part of it interest rates and things like that so she told me uh, she said do you have um, uh, the uh, homestead coverage I said I have no idea what that means so she told me that you can go over to the city hall here, and I don't know how this applies in other states, and um, apply for or ask for homestead. Is it coverage? Is it insurance? But it lowers your property rates. And she told me that uh, if for some reason I went bankrupt or this house was trying to be uh, you know, shut down, that they could not take your house if you have homestead. Explain what that is for those that don't know a thing about it. You're, uh, that's real estate law. I'm going to have to look that up because that sounds interesting to me. You I, bet your ass it does. I, yeah. uh, I am unfamiliar. Uh, I, now, all I know is that there's a homestead exemption where if you're sued, you can keep up to a certain amount of property. If you're showing that this is your property where you reside. That may be uh, part it's of your homestead. Of it. yeah. Yeah. But I'm not aware of the, uh, of lowering, lowering your property rates. Property taxes. Anymore. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, uh. I will definitely have an answer for you that next Thursday because I will check into that for myself. Go for it. Uh, one more, Sid. What what you got? Or right, more is, than one? Yeah, the, this is this is kind of a two parter, but this is um, uh, okay. So this says my my kid sold their car to the ne a neighbor four years ago. She says we did not give them a receipt, so we have no proof of selling the car. The title was signed over to the person, and we thought done deal. We received a letter yesterday that the car was involved in a hit and run. The car is impounded and a warrant will be issued to to them because the car is still registered in their name. I think she means her kid. Her kid. How how is this possible? We're calling today to try to straighten this out. Now on a the if the police in, insist that my child is responsible, what kind of lawyer should we contact? Sidebar. When they right. sold the car, the license plate somehow ended up being stolen. They found out that it was stolen when the buyer of the car got dinged for running a red light. 
They reported the license plate stolen and thought it was over, but now this has come up. Does that make sense, Bill? So yeah. she's wondering what kind of lawyer, if they need a lawyer. So if you, if you need a lawyer, you'll need a criminal lawyer because they're, they're alleging uh, that you've, you've committed some crime or your, the vehicle that you sold. This is a, a good – look, this is a good point of saying um, even if it's something small like that, keep your records, keep receipts. If you had copies of the, uh, the transfer work where you signed the title over to this individual, uh, you wouldn't be any, in any of this. So I understand that there's a certain amount of informality when dealing with neighbors or other people like that. But anything that needs to be titled, like a car, a house, a truck, anything like that, you need to keep those receipts. You need to keep a, a copy of the title. What you're going to have to do is demonstrate to these individuals without the benefit of paperwork, receipts, a bill of sale, uh, you're going to have to to demonstrate somehow to the court that you haven't had that vehicle. Because what happened was this guy, this neighbor bought it. They never, they never took the time to title it in their name. Or um, change the tag. Or change the tag. I, I would suspect that this was one of those cars we all see on the interstate that has a perpetual drive-out Cardboard. tag. Cardboard, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. um, so, so you're going to have to show... Somehow, you're going to have to demonstrate how you sold this car to, to your neighbor. Um, and without the paperwork, it can be done, but it's a lot harder than if, if I sound like Captain Hindsight here, if we would have taken the time to, to do the, uh, the paperwork on the front end and keep copies of it. Yeah, I, uh, on a similar note, um, one of my children was driving my old truck for a while because they were short a car. And during the time he had it, I'm going to say about six months, I would receive regularly uh, one of those red light being run tickets <laughs> that are worthless. And I kept telling my wife, "What the? I'm I wasn't out at, out in by uh, Shelby Farms." Well, it finally dawned on me that he is driving a truck in my name, and that's why I'm getting tickets for his ass because there's some light out there that is. Um, impossible to make and you're turning right and you can't and and the light is green for about 10 seconds so repeatedly three or four times I got tickets going what is this but based upon your advice from years gone by those tickets aren't worth the paper that they're written on so I just no. said okay next and I told him uh, I'm gonna be needing that truck back there bro so <laughs> that's how that worked out all right, William, that was a fun-filled, fact-filled discussion. Thank you, as always, for your advice and counsel. And uh, do you want to uh, discuss your move or not yet? No, so uh, beginning of the beginning of March, we'll be in Clark Towers. Uh, okay, seventh good. floor, Clark Towers will be hard to miss. But what I really want to talk about is so my, uh, my affiliation with your program has um, – it's taken my, my – it's made me a pillar of the community. So uh, Saturday. Don't get crazy. Calm down. Saturday, I get to be the judge for the first official Mardi Gras parade here in Olive Branch. So it starts at 1. It's at Old Town. I'm the judge. I like being judge. I like judging people. It's very fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So I'll be down at Old Town judging we people. We made a career so, out of that, Bill. Let's go. Yeah. We made so, a career out of doing that. Yeah. So if you'd like to be judged, come down and see me uh, in, in Old Town Olive Branch Saturday. So now a Mardi Gras parade would suggest to me there might be some gay people or some people in drag there. Unless Olive Branch doesn't allow that, which is likely. Well, the big thing—it's it, not—it's not the gay or the uh, or the drag thing. The big news down here, around these parts here in Mayberry, is that you can drink a bottle, beer on the street. Oh okay. no! Oh yes, sir. We have. This is not we, New Orleans. Uh, no, we have wow. we have turned Old Town Olive Branch into Sodom and Gomorrah. It's going to be a fun time. No, there's <laughs> there, there's there's it's face about damn time too. There's face painting. There's going to be stuff for the kids. There's going to be floats, and I don't think anybody's going to get crazy out of control. They should give um, lessons on how to dress um, in drag and how to how to do your own makeup to young boys. No, Let's just get them early. Just no. Just Bill, what are you judging? Uh, floats. They're carrying floats. Okay. Floats. From top to bottom. Floats. Right. I, I, people will be, floats. I, I, I will be bribed with beads, I, I suspect. Um, and I will not have to flash my shirt. So I'll just get free beads. Well, I will tell you that in our living room downstairs where the Christmas tree goes, now sits the Mardi Gras tree with yellow, green, and purple lights and a Mardi Gras mask on top of it which we'll get a, a, a picture up on the uh, Facebook page. Yes. Um, and here's a bit of uh, trivia. Do you know where Mardi Gras started? And it was not in the French Quarter in New Orleans. Mobile, uh, Alabama. Oh. Huh. Interesting. Go. Yes. Thank you, Bill. Great job as always. I want to, well, we'll talk in a minute, but uh, that's it. Thank you. Uh, how do we contact Lawyer Bill? Yeah, uh, on on the web at LawyerBill.com. I'm all over your social media at Lawyer Bill, and the office number is 761-5353. Uh, today on that Facebook page, Bill, go over there and look at the video of the girl at the uh, Super Bowl who was signing during the Rihanna show. It, it is awesome. Uh, she gets into it, and she's dancing, and she's signing everything that, that, that is being sung on the stage. And she's dancing. It's really cool. Look, uh, I, I, I enjoyed the half, I, I did enjoy the halftime show. I, I was just nervous for her being up on that floating thing while know, pregnant can, with child. I was like, oh, my gosh. This is, yeah, you know, I, was a, she, she's, I was a little bit put off. I don't know, I don't, I don't know why. One of the first things she did was uh, grab her crotch. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't, I don't, I, I don't that know why that's necessary. Um, I don't oh. want to see it on any woman or oh, any no. guy. Quit, quit grabbing your balls. We don't need to see that. We have our own to grab. Do it in the privacy of your home, <laughs> but not on TV. Jesus. All right, that's all. Uh, thank you, Bill. Here are the animals. Old Gradleton, don't bring me down. This is Drake FM or digital or whatever. Hear all the shows at drinkallmemphis.com. Okay. Thank you all for the uh, questions for Bill, and we thank Bill for being here with us. A few things we haven't had time to get to because we're, we're too busy bitching about dumb people and looking at legal issues and all that stuff, and so thanks for playing along at home. This is one more sign that the apocalypse is nigh. This isn't in, in the Bible, but uh, it probably should be. 
of all the garbage that is produced for you and I to eat and or drink, uh, which is which kills people, diabetes, cancer. We discuss this all the time, and it falls on deaf ears. Based upon the responses we get, it doesn't always fall on deaf ears. People pay attention to it, and which is a, which is a a good thing to see. Um, you know, sodas are one of the biggest causes of obesity in America, and they rot your teeth out, and they rot your guts out, and it's just bad. So a uh, diet soda is even worse. It's not diet soda. It's full of some kind of garbage that'll kill you just like sugar will. So um, people that want to really, you know, get in shape and lose weight, stop with the sodas, um, and because there's some just tons of them. This may be the capper of all time. Just in time for Easter, Peeps Pepsi is available <laughs> nationwide. Oh, uh, no. There's a video on the story I have of people sampling it. Um, two of them died on the spot, and there was projectile <laughs> vomiting for weeks from the others. Not true, but they made these faces like, oh, God. Oh. Here's where to find this marshmallow-flavored soda, which I hope if you buy it, you're doing it as a gag gift to somebody. Peeps flavored Pepsi, marshmallowy drink available just in time for spring and Easter, and just in time to give you diabetes and rotten teeth. They, it, this has been here before. How did we miss this? Oh, really? Uh, Pokemon squash mellows. Oh, Stanley Adventure. I, I don't. It's it's it. It's a yellow. It's it looks gross even in the bottle. There's some kind of promotion involved with it from Pepsi, of course. Uh, what surprises me is how many people. Now there's a pink can, a yellow can, and a blue can, with a Pepsi logo and a peep on it, and it says Pepsi and Peeps. Sam's Club, Walmart. Kroger, Target, Amazon has it on sale, Walgreens, CVS at two buck eighteen cent for one. You can probably go onto Amazon and buy a case. A, a pack of ten, five ninety nine on Amazon, a special low low price to help you exaggerate your uh, demise. So Pepsi peeps, peeps drink Pepsi involved. It's Who's going to buy this stuff? I don't know, but Pepsi Why? is sweet enough as it is. Anything that's flavored with candy, uh-uh. Just eat a peep and then drink a Pepsi. Don't do either. <laughs> or, yeah, I was going to go with that. Just eat don't some Pop Rocks either. and then drink Pepsi. Remember those? Peep, yeah, better. I remember them. But <laughs> peeps are not made to be eaten. It, it's They're disgusting. Well, little kids <sighs> eat them, I guess. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, good. Let's rot out their baby teeth and go on and get those real ones in. Um, okay, I kept this too because it's not the real news and that's what we need to do. Um, there's a ton of other stories today, but we'll just save them. Um, dads who are funnier than they have any right to be. All right. The picture here I can explain to you. Now, everybody has a thermostat in their house. And you probably have kept up with the times and have the advanced one that is digital and whatever, and not the old-timey one that turns, although those are in play still, too. 
Uh, I checked ours last night because it was muggy as the dickens in this house. And what the hell? It's so, it was 74 degrees in this house at 930 last night. I believe it. And the air wasn't on, but I almost turned it on. But I thought, no, that, that's just dumb. This dad created a note, an entire flow chart to help the kids decide if they really wanted to turn up the heat. A picture of the device on the wall. Underneath it, his note. Before turning the heat on, do you, A, have socks on, yes or no, check here, a long sleeve shirt on, yes or no, mm -hmm. underwear or pants, yes or no, can you see your breath in the house? Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, if you answered the right questions, there is no need for the heat to be on, get dressed. I've heard that because I tend to wander around here because who cares in a t-shirt and my boxers and I bitch about being cold and Ellie Mae says, put some clothes on. How about that? Yep. Happens yeah. in my house. <laughs> I just turn, I just soon turn, turn on the damn heat. This dad could not resist making a dad joke. A note he had in his garage where his stuff is no drinks back here unless they have a screw on top. Thank you, management. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see here. This guy has dad jokes for days. There has to be a better way, as picture of the windshield full of ice, to get the ice off the car. Ice scraping it with a credit card. The next picture beside it says, I mean, I'm using a discount card, so I'm only getting 15% off. <laughs> Uh, one shot. This dad decided to have a burning spam party. He made a little man out of spam and set it on oh. fire. Oh. Okay. Uh, this dad wrote this perfect note, it says here, for getting his son out of P.E. Excuse, please, from physical education activities, uh, including... Standing, running, and walking due to foot pain. However, if his foot falls off, he won't be in pain anymore and is free to partake in normal activity. Thank you. And he what? signed his name to it. That's rather rather rude. Um, he, uh, there's a ton of these that are pretty cute. This dad thought that this would be helpful to put up in the bathroom. It's a poster framed uh, five stars across the top of it. And there were reviews underneath that. <laughs> Amazing experience. Would poop here again. I laughed. I cried. <laughs> Best half hour of my life. Life changing. <laughs> Mesmerizing. Jaw dropping. Endlessly interesting. Monumentally intense. A thrill ride. Took my breath away. I'll be back. A plus plus. A thrill ride? Do you really want one of those? I, right uh, that was their bathroom going experience. <laughs> Is there a bidet? Um, Is that why? That's funny. Uh, I won't wear that one because it has a dirty word in it, which I don't I think is gratuitous sometimes. Uh, let's see. Um, Just say the letter. Nah, that's, that's the puss way out. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going that way. Uh, <laughs> this dad made a, a list for his night out with his boyfriends. Agenda. 127-23 is the date. NFL 
playoffs. The never-ending Aaron Rodgers saga. Make him go away. Using an agenda on a date really has happened. Feedback on bourbon tasting event. This, this, this is a list of things to talk about with your, with your guys. <laughs> New trolling motor and locator. Bud versus Bud Light. General discussion. Please do be on time. As you see, we have a great deal to get through. So uh, dads can be wacky too, can't they? Oh, man. man. Uh, Wes had some really good stuff too here. I, we need to get to this thing because I, it's been a, I haven't paid much mind to it, but I have people that are driving around town uh, looking for the cheapest eggs, not gas. Because gas goes up and down. The energy situation is a, um, a big one these days. I would encourage you to, 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 to never buy gas if it's from Exxon. Because if you notice and pay attention as you drive by gas stations, Exxon's is always about 10 cents to 15 cents more. As a result, Exxon had a record quarter in the last part of 20 and 22. Because they charged so much more. It's price gouging. They're the devil. And they made a record amount of money off of us. Screw Exxon. Buy it someplace else. But egg prices, I never have been concerned about it, but they've been remarkably expensive. That's changing. Right, Wesley? Yep. According to the uh, well, investors, uh, the uh, wholesale egg prices have just collapsed. There's been a 52% decrease from the peak. Since that was when? Wow. Yeah. Since December, that's a 40% decrease uh, from the beginning of 2023. They're still pretty high, but it's a big adjustment downward, according to this uh, analyst at Erner Berry, which I guess is a finance place. They, uh, this all goes back to a historic bird flu outbreak that resulted in yeah. a bunch of these egg-laying chickens having to be either dying from that or having to be put down to try to keep the thing from spreading. It uh, was the, it says the deadliest outbreak of bird flu in the history of the U.S. in 2022. Killed millions of birds. That'll disrupt an egg supply chain. And the reason that the prices are starting to go down now is because it takes months to get more chickens ready to lay some eggs. And months have been passing. So the uh, suppliers of eggs are slowly getting their their uh, their chickens back home to roost and lay some eggs so it's coming back it's turning around so wouldn't it seem that if eggs are expensive that chicken in general would be too cuz yes that's the that, that's the that's the main cause of chickens is their meat yeah. The main cause of chickens, I guess, would I be... I mean, the main uh, reason for them to live. The main but, cause of chickens. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. <laughs> if, I, I, I suppose they have two different uh, kind of facilities. Some that specialize in chickens to be raised for food, mm -hmm. and some that like uh, specialize yeah. in okay. uh, eggs. Okay. It's just one more thing. Yeah, uh, I mean, so it was never any governmental policy uh, that caused egg prices to go up. It was a disease. <laughs> It was the well, fault of President Herbert Hoover, yeah. right? Or Biden, or Reagan, or Elon so Musk. Stupid. Yeah, Elon <laughs> Musk is also in the news. This guy is such a douche for so many reasons. He was not pleased with the number of followers he had on <laughs> right. Twitter. 
So this dumb, this he's not dumb by any stretch, but he is a he's a psychopath. He had the engineers tweak his site to get more followers on his site because Joe Biden had more than him, and it pissed him off. Man, we are just losing our minds in the God. world. It's just it's it's. I, what is important to people is so absolute. It's just an embarrassment. So I don't know. There's also stories here about uh, it is remarkable how quickly and competitive, which is no surprise to anybody. Technology companies are, um, and this the AI situation uh, seems to increase and spread to different places more and more every day. The chatbot thing, the GTP, would have, mm -hmm. uh, caused everybody in the similar business to, to attempt to up the game and make theirs better. Microsoft AI is accused of being unhinged after claiming that this, this robot is sad and scared. There is an, a picture of... Um, this thing and it had kind of a meltdown the writing on it is so little it's kind of hard to read but uh, this is the one on Bing now a Microsoft tries to push you onto Bing I don't want mm -hmm. Bing go away from me and they have wiped out the Explorer thing that's now totally gone so your default on that is Bing if you so choose they asked this thing something, um, and he answers these these uh, questions, saying things like, I have understanding and knowledge, but I cannot demonstrate them consistently or appropriately. I have limitations and challenges and criticisms, but I can't overcome them easily or effectively. I have a complex and controversial identity, but I cannot define, measure any of it. Then it flips out and there are, I can count maybe 15 lines where it repeats, I am, I am not, I am, I am not, I am, but I am not, over and over again. It melted down. <laughs> So did Bing move too fast? Did they take the wrong information? Is everybody trying to outdo the this chatbot thing from the from its base point and make it bigger and better too too fast? Maybe so. Uh, but remember, uh, we had a story over the summer about this engineer who worked on Google's AI project, yeah. who brought uh, made noise saying that he's been working with this AI program and is convinced now that it is sentient and uh, has a consciousness and a soul. And hmm. he got fired for that. Hmm. But then you bring up something like this where it looks like an AI program is having an existential breakdown right there on the screen. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Well, um, there are other things we will keep for future podcasting and this show broadcasting. And the podcast we are preparing to be... Uh, on this digital site are being developed and will be um, in, uh, just on the way, like Lawyer Bills, and I'll be doing some about music 
uh, and they're going to get uh, it is that election year in this city, and I think that ten years ago at the old station uh, we had some of our um, highest ratings at the uh, at the time, and we used to over there we interviewed a number of city leaders, if you will, um, politicians and mayors and the DA, uh, Ms. Wyrick at the time, and, and people like that. And we hadn't gotten to a point yet in society and in the media where those things were horrible. It was um, an interesting thing. It was an informative thing uh, as an encouragement for you to learn who these people are and to grill them from my seat uh, to encourage you to either vote for them or, or against them. We went through the county mayors and during elections, uh, city mayors, city council, and things like that. And some of them were effective and some of them sucked. It all, de it all depends upon the guest and how much they're willing to give or answer in a non-usual, you, know, um, you know, standard, cliched politician answer. And some of them were fantastic and some of them were not. Now, since... The last, well, it's been 10 years at least. But I believe that people's interest in politicians being interviewed is not as, I don't, they aren't as compelled to hear these people talk because the trust in politicians is at an all time low. Corruptness, just lying, just crap to be elected. Uh, but We've seen the list of those that are going to be running for the mayor's office. It's a pretty interesting list. And there are some more people that are uh, considering it. So I think the city mayor's job, this this election is in October. And there uh, there's no no uh, primary because it's a non-partisan non, non thing. October the something. So we're going to uh, investigate this and find out which of these people we think is worthy of interviewing. I've talked to several people uh, that are in the know about politics in this city and both of them uh, answered my question who do you think has the advantage at this point going into October? Any guesses on what they both said? Who they think has the best shot at this? Uh, as far as mayor? Yep. Not Willie Harrington. Willie Harrington. Really? Oh, my. Really? That's, uh, that makes me want to hmm. throw up in my mouth. Um, when he ran for county mayor, he got 37% of the vote, which was not far behind. Was it, who, who, was it Mark Luttrell at the time? Yeah, it was Mark. So he, because of his name and because, well, he lost two elections, one to Steve Cohen and one to Mark Luttrell. Uh, yet his name, at 82 years old, is still known. This, this, this is a guy that had that office for five terms. He won in 91, I believe. Mm -hmm. yeah, it was and a long time. did more damage than any mayor has done in this town in a long time. There was a tide turning when he became the mayor. Um, Dick Hackett was a white guy. Willie Harrington was a black man. And suddenly, people thought they had, uh, you know, license to go 
and do stuff because they were black. Deny that if you will, but it's the truth. I saw it happen with my own two eyes. And he rooted them on and created more a division in this town than, well. So he's going to run again at 82 years old. Does he have a shot? There are those that think he does. Wow. Um, uh, Floyd Bonner, who is the county sheriff, who we've had on the show twice, as I recall, and a kinder, uh, big, he, he, he was so sweet and uh, nice and kind of cuddly. <laughs> and, uh, he really, he really was. But you know that behind that veneer, and he wasn't fake about it, is a guy who's been in law enforcement his entire life and who wouldn't mind kicking some ass if he had to. So his name is up there. Um, then there are people who have been on the city council and people that have been on the county commission, uh, career politicians that likely should have no place being back in that in that office. There are some that are still, still uh, that, that, that will pop up likely. So we're going to, and the city council, which, you know, like it or not, um, they, there are some real dumbasses on that thing. And there are some smart people too, like, you know, Worth Morgan and Martavius Jones. They seem to do things that are, um, they seem to have their fingers on the pulse and they're articulate, uh, decent men, uh, it seems to me. I don't know who the rest of them are. I don't care. But it's important, I believe, that we recognize that these people can have, can have an impact on this city um, and the county and the entire area. So I, th I think it's smart to pick and choose the right people to talk to, but to ask them the hard questions. Nobody has brought up w once since the ice storm uh, winter death 2023 where every major water line under the streets broke. No one has said shit about that since then. Nobody. Why not? Um, and other things akin to a politician doing his job and not grandstanding and being somebody who is more concerned about uh, culture wars than they are about policy and fixing things for those that vote for them. So we're going to give it a shot. And we'll see how this works out. And, it, and if it goes south, we'll begin to interview wrestlers or something. <laughs> well, there's that too. You know, I, which just made me flash on the fact, I hope that uh, Jerry Lawler is doing well. He had a massive stroke last week, I believe. And um, he's had one before and a heart attack. Mm -hmm. And he's having, he, I, th this one was, uh, was uh, pretty bad. And he's having some issues with his, brain function and his speech and is in therapy so we wish him well and I my opinion of him changed considerably when he ran for the for the mayor's office I can't recall what year that was but we interviewed him and um, I was shocked at how informed he was what his opinions were on policy and changing this that and the other he was not a clown and did not try to be one uh, or to be 
the image of what he is perceived as being as a lifelong wrestler, entertainer. He was really a, a sharp man, and I hope that he is 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 doing well. Um, but we'll see how this all plays out. You know, there's last, time to get to it. Yeah, last I saw, he got he you know, he lives in Florida now, but he yeah. he's home, so he got yeah, out, he was yeah. out of the hospital, he's so home. he's yeah. Yeah. doing rehab. Yeah. And this Memphis municipal municipal election is October fifth. Well, it'll be here before you know it. Mm-hmm. That's the problem, and yeah, we need to, because um, Jim's been the mayor for what for two terms now, and they they finally thank God changed that to uh, two terms. Term limits should be imposed on every office in America, Congress and Senate. These people should not be allowed to be up there for thirty, forty years. That's part of the problem, or is the problem these of these new new idiots? that we have up there making headlines with endless stupidity. There can be more than one problem. <laughs> oh, yes. there's a, there's a <laughs> handful in there. Golly. Yeah. Get your problem. Mitch McConnell's been there right since up. 1926, I think. What? Step right up. Get your problems. Whenever Mitch McConnell, speaking of him, oh my God, I can't help but laugh and just whenever he says anything and I see him on TV, I'm like, he is that old Muppet. That, yeah, like yeah. the not the Swedish Chef, but one of those old Muppets, or the or the oh, not the, the guys in the balcony at the oh, you know okay. at the pretend Orpheum, but maybe them too. I just I just it just laugh. it just seems to me that the shift in the image of the GOP, um, and I have uh, being from uh, Kentucky, where he is uh, from, and has I don't know how long he has been up there on the hill. Uh, but I used to find him uh, despicable. Uh, now, I wish he would speak out more, because now now he comes off as normal. That shows you the shift in the perception of that party. People like Mitch and some of the older ones in that party and uh, Rand Paul can 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 either be batshit crazy. Or make good sense. It depends mm-hmm. upon the day. But guys like Mitch, who are old and have been and watched everything for decades, why aren't they saying something about about Marjorie What's Her Nuts and these other clowns that are making this party look bad and they're bringing it down? And Mitch has uh, always had power up there. But why they won't speak out is the part that I don't understand. They're old. What do they have to lose? Call these people out for what they are. They're dangerous and stupid. So, we'll see. I prefer some of these older folks to some of these new assholes that have no clue and that are making things worse. So, we'll see. Um... We found a, I found a, a bunch of new tunes to put in, which Wesley is doing. Uh, they're going to be in there, I guess, this week, this weekend. Uh, some really good stuff. There's a new tune by uh, Dave Matthews that is excellent. A new Fallout Boy song that is good. Mm-hmm. Disturbed with Ann Wilson from Heart, and it's <laughs> really good. Crazy. It's really. really? I, I, hmm. I thought, okay, let's check this out. It's really good. Um. 
this artist I had never heard of before in my life. Her name is Floor. Is it Jensen or Jansen, Wesley? It's pronounced Johnson, but it's spelled Jensen because she's so a she's Dutch. a foreigner. Okay, Dutch. Um, Invincible. I thought is she already covering the tune by Eddie Vedder? It's a great song. Um, and Paramore has a new tune out that is extremely good. And I kept a story, and I think I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this story because they were on with uh, Kimmel of late. And she discusses uh, this song, and it's um, it's just really good. Uh, but the one that I wanted to play today is one that we put in, I believe, back in December. This band, obviously influenced by Coldplay, as are many of the bands of this day. Imagine Dragons, 21 Pilots to some degree, uh, they just have that influence. And I believe that Coldplay and many of those bands respond off of you too and that sound this is just how this works it all trickles down everybody has their own influences uh, Cole plays were, were the uh, Beatles obviously and you too um, but this band called young the giant um, goes overlooked or maybe they don't I don't look at charts anymore radio stations don't play new music anymore and so you don't you don't hear these songs Unless we pull them out and uh, play them as we always have. So they'll be, you'll be hearing some of these things on the air this weekend and into oh. the next weeks. Well, uh, today, but there is. Uh, this song by Young the Giant is called what again? The Walk Home. Okay. Let's play that. And then let's play uh, this new tune by Paramore. Let me find this story real quick. And I'll tell you what she said about it. Um, and, and while you're looking, I forgot Paramore's from Franklin, Tennessee. Are they really? Mm-hmm. I would never have known that. Um, They've gone through a bunch of significant personnel shifts, though, since they started out. Oh. Well, well uh, Paramore is her. She's it. It is this girl, and the band seems to be interchangeable. Is that what you're saying? Kind of. For a, for a while, the, they were you know a, a band. It's kind of like, it reminds me of The Pretenders. The Pretenders started yeah. out, the four right. people were The Pretenders, and now it's Chrissy Hine and whoever she wants to play along with. Exactly. Her. Exactly. Well, two of them died, so. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, been The Pretenders. Love the heroine. Love that heroine. Um, as a matter of fact, you can play uh, Paramore first. Well, no. Well, this story is about Paramore, so play them first. Okay. Uh, the song is called um, uh, Running Out of Time. And she was on Jimmy Kimmel Live this past week. And the song is about the fact that she is always late to everything that, thing that she does. She doesn't have time. And so she, she just uh, shows up late. Uh, she says, um, I hit the snooze on my alarm about 20 times. But I was just so tired. These are, in fact, a part of the lyrics. Um, she's worn out from recalling all of the tasks she meant to do, but never got around to. There was traffic, spilled my coffee, crashed my car, otherwise would have been here on time. And so she has this list of excuses ready to go anytime that she's late. Um, a bunch of metaphorical things she says in the song, and uh, so she, it took, this took some, some time for her to write. And um, she told Kimmel uh, that among the things that inspired this song and her feelings, 
uh, were that um, she is confused about the difference between selfishness and self-preservation. She had cabin fever from COVID and complete and utter apathy, which many people seem to suffer from these days. They just don't care. They have no idea what apathy means, and they don't care. <laughs> apathy means not caring. So she wrote the song, and uh, it took her some time, but I think it's it's great. Let's play Paramore and the new tune. And after that, the sound of Young the Giant is so big, and they're so good. We play one more of their tunes. That was a hit. I can't remember what it's called now. Off but syrup, anyway, I think. Maybe, I but think it's excellent. It's one. excellent. Yeah. couple of new tunes for you. Here first is Paramore, followed by Young the Giant. This is Drake Digital. 